being unstoppable, unmovable, abounding in God's word. Thanks. Thank God for his word. Thank God for another Sunday of being here. And I would like to start off with my confession. The confession that we use, which is God's word to confess and send it back to him because he said it would not come back to him void. Father, in the name of Jesus, we confess your will over our lives, over our finances today, that we have given the tithes of our increase and we claim the windows of heaven blessings for our lives. Malachi 3 and 10. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith our tithes, said the Lord of hosts, who is the host of our giving, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. Thank you, Father. Our mind is alert, and we hear your voice, and the voice of the stranger we will not follow. That's John 10, 3-5. To him the potter openeth. And the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Thank you, Father. We receive now doors of opportunity, which is favor open for our lives and family. Father, we have given the poor, given to the poor, therefore we will never lack. We also have an adequate amount and adequate resources in all things. As you are raising up others to use their power, ability, and influence to help us, we look forward every day, Father, for your spirit to speak to men and women concerning giving to us, and in the name of Jesus, those to whom your spirit has designated are free to obey and give to us. As it is written, Luke 6, 38, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. In Jesus' name, we believe every need is met with heaven's best. We have given for the support of your work and to those who teach your word. You prophesied, Philippians 4.19, that you would supply all our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So we thank you, Father. We live the best and enjoy the best in our lives, in every area of our lives. Father, you said, Job 22.28, Thou shalt decree a thing that shall be established unto thee because of our covenant with you, for your kingdom in the earth. Now this is our decree. Our family is death free and healthy for the work of the kingdom. And we thank you for your wisdom and insight. You give us richly all things to enjoy. First Timothy 6.17 Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living God who give us Richly all things to enjoy. Now Satan, he binds you, he binds
mind your activities in our lives and we lose the angels. Matthew 18, 18 through 20. Bread I say unto you, whosoever be bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whosoever shall ye loose, whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We thank you for the ministering spirits of God to minister for us and bring in all, necess all the necessary finances so that we may continue to finance the kingdom of God. Father, your word declares that our giving increases the fruits of our righteousness. Philippians 11, being filled with the fruit of righteousness, in Proverbs 11, 30, the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. We thank you, Father. We have the abundance of life, the abundance of peace, the abundance of joy, the abundance of patience, the abundance of temperance and the abundance of goodness operating in our lives. We thank you for your maximum return on our giving is ours because we give to promote the name of Jesus and the gospel in the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank God for that confession. Thank God for being here. <clears throat> thank God for your word. Thank God for the privilege of knowledge that you have given me and I thank you for being an instrument and meat for the master's use God I thank you in Jesus name and I pray that this ministry will grow and that this ministry will bless your people in Jesus name I pray Amen today's subject is surviving in dry places. And the scripture is 105 of the book of Psalms. 105, verse 41. And in the Amplified, it reads, He opened, he opened the rock and water flowed out. It rained in, in the dry places. <coughs> <coughs> Rain in the dry places like a river. For he remembered his holy word to Abraham, his servant. He brought out his people with joy and his chosen ones with a joyful shout. He gave them the lands of the nations of Canaan so that they would possess the fruits of those people's labor so that they might observe his precepts and keep his laws obediently accepting and honoring and vowing them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In Psalms 105.41 when Abraham was promised from God to inherit <clears throat> to receive land. And that was Psalms 105.41. He opened the rock and the waters gushed out. And it ran in the dry 
places like a river. That's in the King James Version. And what we're looking at is that even in your dry places, there is the water of God. Because the water opened the rock. He opened the rock, he opened the rock, and the water gushed out. They ran in the dry places like a river. Now, in your dry places, there is water. But what you need to do is get into the rock and open the rock. In other words, open the revelation of God. And once you open up the revelation of God, it pours out into you like water because the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow living water. Rivers of living water. So if you get to the rock, then you get to the water, which is Jesus. When Jesus was at the well, and he met the woman at the well, and she had, I believe it was five loaves, and the one that she was with was not hers. So she, she began to listen to what Jesus was saying to her, and at the same time, she asked him to give her that water that he was saying that she would never thirst. So there's a water, even in dry places, that we should never thirst. But what we need to do is know how to seek God and get into what God is saying and get into an understanding of what God is saying. And then his spirit should pour out upon you, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the water of life. Now, there's a scripture also talks about dry places with unclean spirits. And that is Luke, the 11th chapter, the 24th verse, when it reads, the unclean spirit has gone out of a man. He walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. He said, I will return unto my house whence I came out. Now, Technically, that is not his house because, first of all, the unclean spirit was going out into the man. In other words, it was cast out and it walked through dry places. Now, if you listen to what this scripture is saying, is that even demons do not like dry places. Because in a dry place, the characteristics of a dry place is being absent, deficiency, or failure of natural or ordinary moisture, having or characterized by little or no rain. In other words, <clears throat> you are dehydrated. And if you look at the dry places or the dry land, the dry land has cracks, and everything that you go to do without God falls through the crack. But if you read Psalms 105, 41, 
when he opened the rock and the waters gushed out, they ran into dark places like river. They, they ran through the cracks and filled up the dry places where there was void of life. <clears throat> but the water filled it up and you became a living Holy Spirit filled being on this earth. Thank God for his spirit because his spirit is the water of life and that we are never thirst because the reason why we are never thirst is because there is no dry places in God. So if the devil or the enemy or Lucifer tries to paint you in a place of dryness, you have to remember the word that Jesus is the water and that you are never thirst. Now, <clears throat> naturally so, there are 10 driest places on the earth. One place was called Kalea, Peru, and it rained only once per, per rain, per one year of rain, it's only 0 0.048 inches. <clears throat> the region is home to various islands such as San Lorenzo, El Fronton, which is said to have a virtually untouched ecosystem, a biological community of interacting organisms and their physical environment. According to the latest data published in 2018, the life expectancy in Peru is for males, 73 years, females, 78 years. Total life expectancy is 75 to 76 years, which gives Peru a world life expectancy ranking of 62. So in Peru, the rain falls per year, not even an inch of rain. That's how dry it is. But people live in that area, but they don't they can only live according to statistics and research. The expectations of life for man is 73 years, and for a woman is 78 years. And the total expectancy is 76 years. So <clears throat> If they can survive in this dry land between 70 to 76 years with just 0 0.048 inches of rain, then this is telling me that the spiritual aspect of life is that in your spiritual dry places, you can get more of that rain because God is the water of life. So when you're seeking God and you're not believing that you are in a dry place because of Satan tries to dry up everything that you have according to the word when he says that he's walking to and fro up and down the earth seeking whom he may devour. But 
he's trying to do is keep you in a dry place. But the word of God will alleviate those dry places. And there's another place in uh, Algeria. And the rainfall there is 0.48% of an inch of rain. And <clears throat> it is hot, is in a hot climate with long, extremely hot summers and short, very warm winters. Daytime temperatures are known to consistently approach in the hundreds and 120 degrees. And that is a lot of hotness. So when you're in your dry places, what you need to do is go to the water. Go to the water. Go to the water of life. And continue and be consistent in the water of life because you have to keep your spiritual man hydrated. Isaiah 58, 11. And the Lord will continue to guide you and satisfy your soul in scorched and scorch dry places and give strength to your bones. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose water do not fail. So, in reality, in real time right now, our bodies have to consume a lot of water in order to survive. So, in the spiritual aspect of it, we need to consume a lot of God's spirit in order to survive. So, it works hand in hand. In the natural, the body needs water. In the spirit, the spirit man, man needs the water of life. Ezekiel 47 and 10. And it will come out, and it will come about that fresher fishermen will stand beside it at the banks of the Dead Sea. From Igadi and Iglam, there will be dry places to spread nets. Their fish will be of very many kinds, like the fish of the great Mediterranean Sea. Now, you being fed, fish just comes out of water, so that's food for your soul. Amen. Which is uh, being also a fisher, fisher are of men. Habakkuk 3 and 9, <clears throat> your bow was made bare. The rise of chastisement was sworn. Selah. Pause, in other words. Come, you think of, think of that. You split the earth with rivers, bringing waters to dry places. John 7, 30, he that believed on me, and as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now, in Habakkuk, when it says that you split the earth with rivers, bringing waters to dry places. Now, 
without water, the land continues to be considered a dry place. Some places, if you go to uh, look it up, and they, they give you 10 of the driest places on earth, 10 of the dry places on earth. And they're so dry, there are some places that humanity or anything that's living cannot survive it, like deserts. Deserts are considered dry. But there is some water somewhere in that desert, in one of those rocks. So if you're in the desert, in your spiritual life, open up the rock, and the rock will give you water. Because the rock is Jesus. And the thing is with Jesus being a rock, you're made to be steadfast. But you can't do this alone. If you're in a dry place, search for the water to fill those dry places and keep moving because the enemy wants to dry you out and it wants to continue to keep you dry so you can't grow but if you have the water of life which is consistent of growth the more you receive that water the more your body can as a spirit man grow into that person that God would have you to be keep your eyes on Christ and not the dry places because there are many dry places that's in your mind you're absent there's deficiency, failure of natural or ordinary moisture. Just having a little bit of rain. We need a lot of rain in our lives. We need the overflow of God's water. David said, my cup runneth over. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Amen. What we need to do is continue in God's word and be consistent of receiving the water of life.
this world. Because we can't survive in this world without the world of life. I know it's a choice that, that we make and that we choose to receive the water life, but we need God. Because the Bible says, no man can come to the Father, so the Father which I have sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up in the last day. We need God. We need the water. According to science, we need eight glasses of water per day. So if we need eight glasses of water per day, naturally, what makes you think that we don't need the water of life more so than eight glasses of water a day? See, when you have the water, the water fills up the void in your body. It fills up the joints and makes sure it's like a lubricant. It's like having oil in your engine, which uh, is the same concept of having water in your body. It keeps you functioning. The oil in the engine keeps everything from being dry, dried up, and begins to rip and tear because of no lubricant. So if we have the water of life, then that water of life can fill up the gaps of things that's trying to intervene in your life or fill up gaps of things that's trying to alter your destiny. Receive the water of life, which is Jesus Christ. Confess your sins according to Romans, the 10th chapter. In the ninth verse, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty of God, as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him up from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, results in his justification, that is, being made righteous, being free of the guilt of sin, and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth he acknowledged and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. For the scripture said, whoever believes in him, whoever addressed to, trusts in, and relies on him, will not be disappointed in his exceptions. For that is no distinction between Jew and Gentile for the same Lord is Lord over all of us. And he is abounding in riches, blessings for all who call on him in faith and prayer. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord in prayer will be saved. So, call upon him, confess him, and receive the water of life. Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this word. We thank you for 
filling up our dry places once we open the rock. And your water of life gushes out. And it runs in the dark places like a river. Father, we thank you for running over into the dark places of our lives like a river. And keep us, protect us, God. Let your angels encamp around about us. In Jesus' name, I pray. And I thank you, and we magnify you, in Jesus' name, glory to your word, and glory to your ways. Our big problems, oh, health care, climate Thank change, you. gun violence, corruption is a big one. Amen. I'm a list of one. I know it's wrong. Amen. I know how to fix it. I'll fight to get it done. Praise God. How many of you can remember the day when Satan's <coughs> burden was taken off of your shoulder? Prophet Isaiah said, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Sister Inge is going to sing for us now. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Sex, I love. 